This is Parliament Watch from the Hindu, a podcast tracking the heartbeat of Indian democracy. Good morning, listeners. Today is August 5th and you are listening to the Parliament Watch podcast. After exactly one day of fruitful proceedings, members of Parliament were back to protests and sloganeering on Thursday causing multiple adjournments during the day. We have with us the Hindu's deputy editor, Jigish A.M., to tell us more about the unending logjam in Parliament. After two days of peace, both the Houses of Parliament witnessed disruptions over the Enforcement Directorate summons to opposition leader in Rajya Sabha, Maligajun Khage, when the House is in session. The opposition member said Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut was detained without informing Chairman Venkaya Naidu, which is a practice whenever a member of parliament is arrested. The opposition members even raised a point of order that the summons and the detention when the house is in session are against the privileges of an MP and demanded a ruling from the chair. The deputy chairman in Rajya Sabha, Mr. Harivansh, however, did not entertain such a point of order. In the Rajya Sabha, at least one bill was passed, which was the Family Courts Amendment Bill, by a voice vote amid the protests. An amendment moved by CPIM MP V. Shivadasan to send the bill to a select committee was defeated in the voice vote. The bill is basically to provide uh, for setting up family courts in Himachal Pradesh and Nagaland with retrospective effect and for validating all actions of those family courts which are functioning from 2008 onwards. The Rajya Sabha witnessed sharp exchanges between opposition leader Maligarjun Kharge and leader of the House and Minister Piyush Goel. Mr. Kharge said he was asked by the Enforcement Directorate to be present at uh, its office at 12.30 p.m. That is also when the House uh, is in session. Uh, Mr. Goel replied that the government does not interfere with the functioning of investigating agencies and he said the practice of involving or the practice of putting pressure on investigating agencies was during the Congress-led governments in the past. The Lok Sabha, on the other hand, witnessed repeated adjournments from the morning. The Congress members shouted slogans such as dictatorship down down and storm to the well of the house. In the afternoon too, the lower house witnessed similar actions. Speaker Om Birla asked the Congress members to go back to their seats and warned that he may take action. Uh, against those who are in the well of the house. It looks like that uh, both the opposition and the government are trying to open a new war front uh, as the monsoon session enters its last week from Monday. Thank you, Jigish. Let's focus on the upper house now. My colleague Diksha Manjal will take us through the developments of the day in Rajya Sabha. Thanks, Priyali. So, just after the much-awaited discussion on inflation did take place on Tuesday in the upper house, which the opposition had been demanding for quite a while, tensions were expected to smoothen out the heated equation between the opposition and the government and to some extent end the logjam in parliament. But instead, a major development outside the precincts of parliament has shaken up the houses, causing further disruptions and adjournments. The upper house yesterday saw intense protests by the opposition 
over the use of central investigative agencies like the Enforcement Directorate and CBI against opposition members while parliament was in session. In light of uh, the recent arrest of Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut by the Enforcement Directorate in a money laundering case related to the redevelopment of the Patra Chol in Mumbai. As Jigish pointed out, the members even asked the chairman for a ruling over how MP Sanjay Raut could be arrested without informing the Rajya Sabha chairman, which is a general practice. To make matters worse, leader of the opposition in Rajya Sabha and Congress member Malikarjun Kharge addressed the House to reveal that he had been summoned for questioning by the ED and was to appear at 12.30pm yesterday, which is when the proceedings were underway. This came in the backdrop of the ongoing amped-up action in the National Herald newspaper Money Laundering Probe by the Enforcement Directorate, in which Congress leaders Sonia Gandhi and Rahul Gandhi have been under the scanner, and Mr. Kharge was also questioned in April this year. As mentioned by Jigish earlier, Mr. Kharge and leader of the House and Union Minister Piyush Goyal traded barbs when Mr. Kharge said that he had been summoned between the proceedings to scare the opposition. Other opposition members raised loud slogans and asked how they could ask questions during the question hour when central agencies put pressure on them by way of raids. To add some more context to this, the ED on Tuesday, August the 2nd, searched multiple locations in the National Herald case, triggering protests by Congress workers. On Wednesday, the agency temporarily sealed the premises of the company Young Indian in the Congress-owned National Herald office in Delhi in order to preserve evidence as the search could not be conducted in the absence of a company representative. So the next day, the ED summoned Mr. Kharge, who is the principal officer of the firm Young Indian. Now, the National Herald newspaper is published by Associated Journals Limited or AJL and its holding company is Young Indian. The money laundering probe is related to allegations that Young Indian, in which top Congress leaders are directors, paid only Rs 50 lakh to acquire the rights to recover a 90 crore debt that Associated Journals Limited owed to the Congress party. The party has denied the charge, pointing out that Young Indian is a not-for-profit company. If you want to know more about the National Herald case, which has been dragging on since 2013, we have a detailed explainer on it on the Hindu's website, which we'll be attaching in the description of this podcast. So yesterday, as Mr. Kharge left the Rajya Sabha proceedings to be present at the premises of Young Indian, the ED began its search for relevant information related to the documents found there. Incidentally, these actions by the ED come after three consecutive days of questioning of Ms. Gandhi last week. And yesterday, even as heavy sloganeering related to these issues echoed in the House, the question hour was conducted and the government managed to push through the passing of the Family Courts Amendment Bill, after which the House was adjourned for the day ahead of schedule at 3pm. As for replies tabled in the House, Law Minister Kiran Rijiju informed that more than 10,000 cases in the Supreme Court were pending dismissal for more than a decade. 
that's all I have from the Rajya Sabha. Back to you, Priyali. Thank you, Deeksha. Moving on to Lok Sabha. Once again, the lower house witnessed a rocky start to the day's proceedings as the opposition MPs protested against the alleged misuse of central investigating agencies. Shiv Sena MPs protested the arrest of their leader Sanjay Raut in a money laundering case. A special court on Thursday extended Mr. Raut's ED custody till August 8. The lower house conducted a brief discussion on the Atal Bhujal Yojana where MPs answered questions related to the scheme. Atal Bhujal Yojana was launched by the central government to improve the management of groundwater resources in water stressed areas of Gujarat, Haryana, Karnataka, Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra, Rajasthan and Uttar Pradesh. In a written reply to a question on the status of the Central Vista Redevelopment Project, Minister of State for Housing and Urban Affairs Kaushal Kishore informed the Lok Sabha that 70% of the work in the construction of the new parliament building has been completed and the project is estimated to finish by November this year. Only 17% of the work on the common central secretariat buildings 1, 2 and 3 has been done so far and the project will be completed by the end of 2023. Work on the executive enclave has not started yet. The house was also informed that 69 departments of government ministries and offices are currently spending more than 1100 crore rupees annually as rent. The transport ministry informed that as per centralized database vahan more than 21 crore two wheelers and over 7 crore four and four plus wheelers are registered in the country as of August 3 2022 out of these 5.44 lakh are electric two wheelers and more than 54000 are electric four wheelers and above Transport Minister Nitin Gadkari also informed the house that 10000 electric buses will soon be introduced in the country. And now, moving on to the fact of the day. 582157. That is the total number of people killed on all roads in the country between years 2017 and 2020. That's it from Parliament Watch on Friday. For more analysis and live updates from Parliament head to our website thehindu.com or download the hindu app on your mobile phones you can also subscribe to the hindu online to get unlimited access to all updates and exclusive content such as detailed explainers on bills expert analysis and comments from our journalists and contributors we will be back with a brand new episode on monday thanks for listening